Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I hope you are having a fantastic Wednesday. Last night, I went to the Bills-Titans game. What was it like to be in a stadium with only 8,000 fans, with 60,000 seats zip-tied, and with my kids there? What did we experience? What was it like? We will discuss. And we dive into the Braves' big win to take a 2-0 series lead. Much more loaded show. Shannon Spakel join us as well as our Major League Baseball insider, John Morosi. Appreciate all of you listening to the podcast. Go give us five stars. If so, Danny G might read your five-star podcast review tomorrow. The podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Last night, one of the first ever Tuesday night football games in NFL history, I went... The 4-0 Bills on the road against the 3-0 Titans. Titans had been in the midst of a COVID outbreak for the last 16 days or so. They basically hadn't been able to practice for most of that time. They still had many of their top players unable to play because of COVID, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Corey Davis, former number five overall pick. Adam Humphreys, who had emerged as a big-time third-down threat for Ryan Tannehill. Michael Pruitt, who's the backup tight end. And then Jeffrey Simmons, who arguably is the linchpin of the defensive line already just in year two. They had 8,400 or so fans present. I was one of them along with kids uh, with me. Whitlock tapped out. 
because he went on Tucker Carlson last night. So I added another kid from the neighborhood. I had my two oldest boys and one of their friends. It was a weird environment uh, to watch a game. Every seat that wasn't sold, which is about 60,000 of them, had the little ties on them so you couldn't even pull down the seat cover. They had a mask requirement, but it was one of the best. Titans had a couple of assistant coaches who weren't even allowed to coach, and yet it was one of the best performances from the Tennessee Titans I have seen ever in the regular season. It was also, as if that were not enough, one of the best performances I've seen from anybody in the NFL this year. It was a performance, I think, if a lot of you were watching last night, I know many of you were, where you sat back and you thought to yourself, wow, maybe that run the Titans made to the AFC Championship game last year before they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs on the road was not a fluke. Maybe there's actually some substance here. Maybe this addition of Ryan Tannehill is not going to flame out and be a flash in the pan. Maybe Ryan Tannehill, in conjunction with Derrick Henry and Arthur Smith, who is rapidly ascending the potential head coaching ranks, maybe this team actually has something to it. They made a decision, Mike Vrabel did, to drop into coverage most of the time against Josh Allen and see if they could force Josh Allen into mistakes. And they did. Two Malcolm Butler interceptions, including one early in the game that gave the Titans an early lead, and one late that basically put the game away. And I'm going to give you a top five, bottom five here in a little while in the show. But I think the Titans made a strong argument that they're one of the five best teams in the NFL last night. They got to 4-0 for only the second time in franchise history. They've got a good shot to get to 5-0 if they can keep in control of of their emotions and not let things get too hyped after this performance. The Houston Texans are coming to town, and the Houston Texans are 1-4. And And if the Titans were to win that game on Sunday, then they would be set up to play against the Pittsburgh Steelers and potentially have a shot at getting to 6-0. So this is a team that is slowly rounding into shape. And if you consider all of the COVID-related issues that they have had to deal with over the past 16 days and how they played, this was one of those program-defining wins where you sit back and you say, hey, maybe Mike Vrabel is starting to build something pretty special in Nashville. Now, it's only one game, and granted – Last year, AFC, they were lucky to make the playoffs. They did win two games in a row, went on the road and beat the New England Patriots, went on the road and beat the Baltimore Ravens, and then gave the Chiefs a good run. And after that run, Mike Vrabel said, yeah, we had a good year in the postseason. We got on a little bit of a hot streak, but we've got to have some of these playoff games at home in the future. And right now, crazily, after five weeks, Tennessee Titans would be your overall number one seed in the AFC. They would have the tiebreak over the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're the only two teams that are undefeated left in the AFC. So we've got a couple of audio highlights for you from last night's game. uh, And I want to play those 
Uh, I believe we have got in the third quarter, Malcolm Butler picking Josh Allen for the second time. It was a remarkable interception return uh, after he picked off Josh Allen. Here is what it sounded like on the Titans radio network. Allen firing downfield, intercepted Butler at the 20, Butler 30. He's back to the 40, 45-50, 45-40, 35-30, cut back 25-20, 15, and Allen finally tackles him inside the 15. The Butler did it! The Butler did it very well done by Mike Keith, the voice of the Titans. Now, I think Malcolm Butler on that play was just tired and looking for somewhere to get tackled. I think he was glad that Josh Allen had him after all the yards that he had run. Uh, that set up the uh, the go-ahead uh, touchdown. Not the go-ahead touchdown. The touchdown effectively put the game away. And uh, in addition to that, we have the final call also from the Titans radio network. This is what it sounded like. Very few people thought this could happen tonight on Tuesday night football, but it happened. Final score, Tennessee 42, Buffalo 16, as the Titans, after 16 days off, get it done. All right, that uh, was Mike Keith calling it off, 16 days off indeed. Now, the play that most people are talking about in this game was a Derrick Henry stiff arm for the ages on Josh Norman. In fact, everybody was tweeting and talking about it on social and some of the funniest lines about this. First of all, Derrick Henry was asked about the stiff arm after the game in his uh, in his interview, and he said, uh, asked about the stiff arm on Josh Norman, I've been doing a lot of curls, which is an all-time line in general. Also, uh, pretty funny from, uh, from the uh, Jeffrey Simmons, who was not playing because he's on the COVID list, but he was tweeting during the game, Titans defensive tackle. He said, if I ever get stiff arm that bad, I'm going to the locker room, uh, and uh, and and that was the uh, the general consensus and reaction from many different people out there. It's one of the baddest ass stiff arms I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. I mean, he, I mean, Josh Norman is a pretty successful historically corner, and Derrick Henry picked him up and basically threw him. I wondered at one point whether he might pull a Bills. I think it was Vontae Davis who decided to retire at halftime and just didn't come back out of the locker room. I wonder if Josh Norman had any thoughts that maybe he should become the second Bill corner to decide to retire at halftime. Just an epic beatdown that the Titans put on the Bills. Now, the Bills got to get rehabbed pretty quick, get ready for a Monday night game that they're now playing against the Chiefs. And like I said, the Titans have to get ready for uh, Sunday afternoon, quick turn after playing on Tuesday Quick turn to be back and ready on uh, on Sunday against the Texans. Now, larger context. I thought one reason the Titans played so well is every coach on some level loves to convince his team that no one respects them and that the world is against them. This is coaching 101. I am going to convince you that the only people you can rely on are in this locker room that everybody else out there doesn't believe in you. And what's amazing is the best coaches can even convince their team when they're the favorite and when they always win. Nick Saban convinces Alabama after 15 years almost 
of being the best team in the uh, in college football that nobody respects them and nobody believes they can win. And actually, they've been favored to win every game for like a decade. But Nick Saban can spin the disrespect card with such incredible talent that all of his players buy in. Sometimes that can be a difficult sell. This is perfect for the Titans because in the postgame and even leading up to it, you could definitely tell that the Titans were frustrated with the way the nation was responding to their positive COVID tests as if they were 100% responsible for it, as if they were the villain, as if there needed to be some sort of consequential punishment for the Titans for their players testing positive. And so the Bills were unfortunately the team that had to bear the brunt of that anger because the Titans played like an angry football team that wanted to uh, make everybody in the NFL have to wear the fact that the Titans were going to make them pay for everything that had been said. And honestly, I think this is something that plays very well into Mike Vrabel's message, and I think it's something that can carry forward throughout the season and help to avoid complacency as you end up in a very long NFL season. But to me, the Titans served notice last night that they are a top five team. I'll give you a top five, bottom five, here in a uh, in a little bit over the course of the Tuesday show. I'm going to bring in the crew now. Any questions from you guys about what it was like to be in an obviously abnormal stadium environment? 8,403 was the announced attendance, which means there were 60,000 or so empty seats uh, in Nissan Stadium there for the Titans. And it was a viewing experience and an attendance experience that, frankly, when you combine Tuesday night with the COVID outbreak and the limited amount of attendance for that game, that was truly unlike any NFL game that has ever been played in the history of the sport. There's just not very often Tuesday night football, and there's certainly not very often Tuesday night football with 60,000 empty seats inside of an NFL stadium. I'll start with you, Danny G. Anything that jumped out in particular watching this game on television? But I'll tell you, first thing we did when we got back, uh, my 10-year-old wanted to go straight to YouTube and watch all the highlights of the game. So I watched all the highlights, but I didn't hear any of the announcing commentary or anything about uh, uh, that that took place during the course of the game. Uh, What what jumped out to you guys watching this? And I know we'll get to uh, the NLCS and the ALCS. I know a decent number of people are also watching both of those games play out last night as the Braves took a 2-0 lead and as the uh, as the Rays took a 3-0 series lead. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the Rays-Braves would not have been a World Series that anybody would have contemplated, anticipated, or projected when baseball got started back up back in July. Yeah, good morning. couple things from me. First, when you Google NFL's top five uh, stiff arms of all time. The top two are Adrian Peterson against the Browns back in 2009, and Beastquake is number one. I got to think that that one against Josh Norman from Derrick Henry is going to invade that top five list. That was just ridiculous. A couple of questions for you since you were in attendance. Um, Famously, Roger Goodell before the season said that he didn't think there would be any home field advantage 
for you know the teams that had some um, somewhat of a capacity there. It felt, at least viewing it, that you did have a home field advantage. Did it feel that way being there? No. It, it really didn't, and I don't know how much of the audio they are they are you know amplifying on the uh, on the television yeah. uh, broadcast. But uh, I I mean look when you're watching the game in person, I think you're also remembering what the stadium normally sounds like, and so it did not feel to me like there was some sort of massive home field advantage. And watching the plays down there on the field, I mean again eight thousand people in a sixty eight thousand seat stadium. Uh, I didn't ever really notice the Bills seem to have any communication difficulties in terms of running their offense at all. So, no, I did not feel like they were – I mean, I think the home field advantage comes because the team that is getting to play at home just feels more comfortable. You know, they're in their normal locker rooms. I think there's an element there. But in terms of the fans impacting the home field advantage, this has been something we've been talking about for uh, gambling purposes – how do you determine what sort of home field advantage exists? It wasn't like this was Florida, Texas A&M, where they announced 25% capacity, but it felt more like 50%, yeah. and it was super loud, and you could kind of get the sense that the crowd had an impact. This was not that. Well, and it's obviously been in the news with the Saints talking to LSU, thinking about taking their games Yeah, outside. because they won't let them play potentially right. in the Superdome. And then the last question for me, uh, in the second half, Josh Allen threw that laser and hit Yeldon in the end zone. I mean, the game was out of hand by then. But what was it like to watch Josh Allen in person? Were you impressed with his arm strength? Yeah, Josh Allen, I thought, uh, played okay. You know, the first interception wasn't on him. It was a total tip ball that kind of set the tone for the game, but it didn't have anything to do with him. Um, he looked very much in control. Now, I thought what what stood out maybe most of all was the Titan game plan with Josh Allen was what is becoming almost everybody's game plan against Patrick Mahomes. Don't let him uncork the deep ball on you. We're not going to give him chunk plays. We're not going to allow him to throw the ball 70 yards in the air uh, and, uh, and, and really be explosive now. Now, John Brown wasn't playing, and I think that probably factored in somewhat for the Bills as well. Uh, and also, the Titans didn't blitz hardly at all. And I don't know, again, it's not like I've watched the game film or anything, but watching it live, it, it did not seem like the Titans were blitzing hardly at all. And even when they rushed, it was a very controlled rush that was designed to avoid him having the opportunity to beat them with his legs. So he never really got outside the pocket and made plays very much with his legs. The thing that I would say stood out to me on third down and long, when everybody knew that Josh Allen was going to be passing, he had a lot of success. I don't know what the Bills finished for on third down, but he converted some third and 12, some third and 14, some third and 15s. I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm. And I do think that uh, when you, I always say you judge NFL quarterbacks by how they do on third down passing when everybody in the entire stadium, everybody watching on television knows you're going to have to drop back to pass. He made a lot of plays in third and long. Um, I know it wasn't a good game for the Bills. And I, I think part of that was probably the difficulty of preparing, knowing who you're going to be playing. You've also got the Super Bowl champions up next. They'd had some success against the Titans the past couple of years. Josh Allen had, believe, had beaten the Titans two straight years. And so there may have been some complacency that had set in and some belief, particularly coming off the COVID issues, that they were going to waltz into Nashville and get this win. And obviously they got punched in the mouth and uh, never really aggressively responded. I know they came back down and tied it up at seven, 
Uh, but from there, the Titans kind of took control of the game. And that late touchdown when the Titans scored to go up uh, 21-10 was pretty, pretty massive, right, as they finished uh, the, the the halftime to go into the half. Uh, what about you, Dub? What stood out to you about one of the first Tuesday night football games of all time? Yeah, Tuesday night football was amazing here in Nashville, Tennessee. By the way, the Bills were 13 of 17 on third down. 13, I mean, think about that. The Bills lost 42-16. to 16. And they were 13 of 17 on third down. I bet that that will be the best the Bills do on third down all year. I mean, if they had just gone 50%, which is still a you know really, really good third down performance, if they had just gone 50%, they would have gotten absolutely run out of the stadium. I mean, that is pretty wild to think about how good. I mean, and almost all that was Josh Allen. There weren't a ton of third and ones, third and twos, a lot of those were passing conversions. I bet eight or nine of them were passing conversions on third down, and that was kind of frustrating watching because the Titans put them in third down a lot, and then the Bills would make plays to uh, to keep drives alive. Yeah, that's got to be the worst loss in NFL history for a team that's gone... 13 to 17 on third down. Yeah, it's unheard of. Uh, Also, uh, speaking of the Derrick Henry stiff arm, I legitimately had no idea that Josh Norman was still in the NFL. Well, he may not be after that stiff arm. If there's a silver lining, I guess it's that, hey, at least all of us know that Josh Norman is still in the league. But uh, obviously an impressive performance by Tennessee. The defense showed up, forcing turnovers. I thought Ryan Tannehill was fantastic. He did exactly what he needed to do. He ran the ball well when he needed to. That touchdown uh, scramble was a nice play as well. So I think, I mean, this is like the perfect scenario for Ryan Tannehill. If he plays like this, he only had, I think, 195 yards passing, but that's all he really needed. Uh, so A-plus performance from your Tennessee Titans last night. Here's an NFL research stat for you. The Titans became the first team to score a touchdown on every red zone possession, minimum of six red zone drives, have zero turnovers, and allow no sacks since the Patriots defeated the Bills 56-10 to in Week 11 of their undefeated 2007 season. So if you want to know how rare the performance from the Titans was, particularly coming off of all the COVID outbreak, not having a lot of practice time, the Titans' offense, which is rolling under Arthur Smith, first team to score a touchdown on every red zone possession, again, minimum of six red zone drives, have zero turnovers, and allow no sacks since the Patriots defeated the Bills 56-10 to in Week 11 of their undefeated 2007 season. That is next-level offensive efficiency. Uh, what about you, Eddie Garcia? Anything that stood out? Well, I just wanted to ask you as a fellow NFL season ticket holder, yes. I've been watching some of these games with you know the limited fan capacity, and I the first thing that comes to mind is there's a lot of nice room there to get spread yeah. out. You're not all cramped in. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like thinking of the benefits of this. Uh, did you enjoy the experience yeah. of kind of having the room to spread out and all that kind of stuff? We had like our own section. And yeah. I had three kids with me, right? So I had two 12-year-olds and a 10-year-old. And all of them were like, this is the best sporting event ever. Because if you think about it from a kid perspective, you and everybody out there who's listening, or if you're a parent, When you have kids in a sporting event, there's always somebody tall sitting in front of them or there's always, you know, that concern about whether or not they can see. So, like, you're standing them up for big plays. This was amazing. I mean, in in all honesty, like, it felt like you were a VIP winner 
and you were getting to go watch. I mean, it felt almost like training. I know you're in the stadium, but it felt like they were putting on the game for you. You know, like if you were getting to go watch a musician in a limited uh, venue, you know, limited seat venue. I, I I have never had zero people in front of me, and this is the case for almost everybody out there. And you, they have the 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 uh, seats tied up. So people couldn't even relocate and come sit down in front of you or something. I don't know about everybody else out there, but if I go to a Major League Baseball game, for instance, especially if I have my kids with me, I, w- I love when it's not that crowded and we can kind of find our own area to sit and just be able to chill. There was no line for food, right? Food and drink. You want a beer. You want a, uh, a hot dog. I mean, literally no line. You walk right up and get it. Uh, the parking situation... There's hardly any of the parking around the stadium taken. So after the game, even with everybody staying until the end of the game, it took like five minutes to get on the interstate and be on your way back. I mean, there are, you know, I want stadiums to be full again and I want things to get back to normal. But in the short term, if you're out there and you're like, I don't know if I want to go to a game that, uh, that, that isn't like a normal game, I kind of loved it. I mean, we've got tickets. We're going back on Sunday to watch the game against the Texans. And my kids were like, is it going to be like this? Because that was awesome. And I said, yeah. So for young kids, um, I, I, I thought it was kind of kind of fantastic, honestly. You guys had like your own aisle there? The kids were able to walk no, around? No, I mean, like almost like our own section. Nice. I mean, you know, and, and the other thing is you're supposed to wear masks. And, I, and I, look, I get it. Uh, but there's not anybody remotely close to you. So, you know, they gave out those uh, those sort of, I don't know, what are they called? Like the neck masks, you know, the things that you can kind of pull up. Not yeah, the, the normal, gators. Yeah, gators. the gators. Yeah. yeah. They gave out those Titans gators was the giveaway for the game. And they had That's them. That's actually in a cool giveaway. Nice. Yeah, That's- it's a great giveaway. And so they had them in the seat directly in front of you. So, I mean, you can put that thing right over your head. And, like, I would put it on when we went to go get food or if one of the kids had to go to the bathroom. You know, you're walking around in the, in the concourse. But... Otherwise, like there's literally nobody close enough to you. I mean, I couldn't reach out and even remotely touch somebody. I mean, there were rows open on both sides of me. We were in the fourth row, and there was nobody in the front three rows in front of us. So we had, and we weren't on the fourth row overall of the stadium because they're blocking out the first several rows anyway. But we had nobody in front of us at all. And did it, so did it, it feel was like pretty fantastic. At, did it feel like you were at an NFL game just because the capacity was so small? Or No, it didn't. I mean, look. Not compared to what it ordinarily does, but once the game got started, I'm so focused on the field, I wasn't really paying that much attention to the stands, right? So once the game got started, yeah, it felt very normal. I mean, the thing that felt the most abnormal to me was how dominant the Titans were. I just kept expecting for the other shoe to drop. I was like, okay, the Bills are going to make a play. The Titans are going to turn the ball over. This game's going to end up somewhat close, and it never did. It was a major ass-kicking that the Titans delivered against the Buffalo Bills, and I don't think anybody saw it coming. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be
a pretty wild Wednesday. Not usually that you have an NFL football game to react to. Now we can automatically pivot. Now there's not a Thursday night football game this week, so it's going to take a little while to get to NFL week six, but I'm sure we'll be breaking that down soon. I got a top five, bottom five ready to roll with you. But first, I want to dive into Major League Baseball last night. I know also a lot of people were watching the Braves-Dodgers series as well as the Rays going up against the Astros. And let's start with that Braves-Astros series, which uh, probably I know certainly on the show has uh, a bit more interest. I think we got a couple of play calls for you. The Braves got up big in this game. And uh, I believe we have Dansby Swanson with a ground rule double to make it 7-zip. Breaking ball hit in the air to right field with authority toward the corner. That ball is in for a fair ball and bounces over the fence. Darno will trot home. Albies will have to go back to third. It's a ground rule double for Dansby Swanson. It's a 7-0 Atlanta lead. All right, the Braves were cruising at that point, and they would eventually go up, I believe it was 8-3, to three, something like that, into the bottom of the ninth, if I'm not mistaken. And then things got interesting. Cody Bellinger, here is uh, the moment when it seemed like the Dodgers might make the Atlanta Braves look like the Atlanta Falcons uh, when it came to giving up a huge lead. Here was Cody Bellinger's triple that makes it 8-7 and leaves him on third base with the tying run. The 0-1, line drive, right field. That's a base hit, one hop off the wall. Will Smith rounding third, and he will score. It is 8-7 as Bellinger arrives at third base. All right, and then with Dodger Nation believing maybe we can avoid the 0-2, here was what it sounded like, the final call from the Braves radio network. Melanson gets his sign from Darno. 0-1 pitch. Pulled on the ground to the left side. Riley's got it. Throws across. Braves win! The Braves hold on to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the Braves now lead the National League Championship Series two games to none. All right, so now the Dodgers have to win four out of five games. Let's presume it goes seven. They either have to win four straight or they have to win four out of five against the Braves to advance to the World Series. Let me bring in the Dodger fans on this show. By the way, we heard the end of this game in the car driving back. My 10-year-old's a huge Braves fan. We've talked about that on this show. And one of the first things he said after the Braves won was, wow, what do you think Danny G is thinking right now? So... Danny G, what are you thinking? Uh, How nervous are Dodger fans now being down 0-2 in this series? While you answer that question, I'm going to look up the latest odds in terms of the Dodgers were a decent favorite to win this series. That obviously has flipped now that the Braves are up 2-0 and uh, they are substantial favorites tonight to potentially get back to 2-1. Um, and, uh, and, and again, we'll see what happens, but in terms of the futures on, uh, on this series, let's see the, uh, major league baseball NLCS, the Braves are now minus 275 to win this series. Uh, and so, uh, Danny G your thoughts. Well, it feels like the Dodgers are trying to pull their best impersonation of the LA Clippers here and, get Dave Roberts potentially fired the way the Clippers did to Doc Rivers. Uh, He won't get fired because he's been the puppet for the Dodgers front office. But 
It's been frustrating. Obviously, up to this point, the Dodgers had a really good postseason. Even Kershaw, and you didn't get to mention that, he was a scratch because of his back. Um, Hopefully, he will be available for game four. I love the fact that the Dodgers didn't show any quit there at the end of the game. Seven runs in three innings. Bellinger standing 90 feet away. And then the Braves fans all got to exhale, including your son, Lincoln. Shouts out to him. Got to tip your cap to the Braves on their 2-0 lead. I mean, they're a really good team. Maybe the bats for the Dodgers are awake now for game three today. We'll see. Uh, all right. So that is uh, Danny G, Dodger fan extraordinaire's thoughts. Roberto, your thoughts? Uh, I think the Dodgers are finished, man. Uh, teams down 2-0 in the seven-game series are 3-28 and all time. Oh, well, that's a stat I didn't know. 3-28 and all time? Yep. Last time to win it was, a, was to win the series down 0-2 was a 0-4 Red Sox. And they came back from 3-0 down, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. The Dodgers, they look lifeless throughout the game. They got, obviously, the bats got tight tucket syndrome. Usually when it comes to baseball playoffs, that's what happens. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not buying the momentum of, oh, yeah, they scored these runs in the last game, but they're going to they're gonna come alive this next game. Uh, momentum is the next day starting pitcher. And uh, I, I think it's over. And if it's going to be over, it's going to be over early. Julio Rios is a pitcher who usually struggles during the first two innings. So if the, if the Braves are going to get them, they're going to get them early. I'll tell you this, there's no Braves fans out there in America. There's no Atlanta area sports fan uh, fans out there at all that are feeling confident. Like they are the perpetual, the shoe is going to drop, we're going to find a way to lose over historically the Braves in the postseason. Not only that, but certainly the, the lasting legacy of the Falcons collapsing on that 28-3 Super Bowl lead for many people, kind of epitomized uh, Atlanta-area sports fans and what their experiences usually are. Uh, All right, let me bring in the other series, obviously. I think we have a little bit of an uh, audio highlight, if I'm not mistaken, and then I'll bring in Eddie Garcia and get uh, get an update. The, uh, the, the, we've got a dominant performance so far by the Tampa Bay Rays, who won game five against the Yankees, and uh, last night took down the Astros for a third straight time. Suddenly, Jose Altuve can't uh, can't make plays at all in the field. Here's what it sounded like as Hunter Renfro got a two-run double. Swing and he pops him up. Foul, first base side dropping. Fair or foul, it lands. A fair ball. Here comes Wendell in to score. Here comes Kiermaier to score. To third base, Adamas, he holds. It's a bloop double for Hunter Renfro. And the Rays have a 5-1 lead. So we may be headed, who knows, for a Rays series against the Atlanta Braves. As I said, nobody would have predicted that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are rolling through the Wednesday edition of the program. One bit of crazy news that is getting a lot of attention is... What exactly is going on with Le'Veon Bell and uh, the New York Jets? The Jets are just, they're they're awful. And this is just further evidence that, uh, frankly, you can't pay a running back a lot of money. But uh, yesterday evening during the Tuesday night football game, news broke that the Jets were releasing Le'Veon Bell. Here was the statement that was made by the team. After having conversations with Le'Veon and his agent and exploring potential trade options over the past couple of days, we have made the decision to release Le'Veon. The Jets organization appreciates Le'Veon's efforts during his time here, and we know he worked hard to make significant contributions to this team. We believe this decision is in the best interests of both parties. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And wish him future success. Uh, and what is interesting about this move is, first of all, the amount of money that Le'Veon Bell made is pretty off the charts. The Jets paid Le'Veon Bell. Are you ready for this stat that I saw immediately after he was released? $34,869 per rushing yard. Again, how bad of a deal was it for the Jets to sign Le'Veon Bell? They paid him $34,869 per rushing yard. And I do think it's worth circling back on this as well. Remember how much criticism it went through in general with the uh, with the challenges that are out there associated with uh, uh, with the decision made by the Steelers? Because there were a lot of people out there when decisions were being made about Le'Veon Bell and when decisions were being made about Antonio Brown that they ripped Mike Tomlin. They ripped Ben Roethlisberger. All of those people who came in for criticism, also Martavis Bryant and Mike Wallace, everybody said, oh, the, the, the Steelers are imbeciles. Now that Le'Veon Bell has been released, and I'm sure somebody will sign him, but none of those guys that the Steelers let go currently have NFL jobs. Not Antonio Brown, not Martavis Bryant, not Le'Veon Bell, not Mike Wallace. The Steelers are pretty good judges of character and how much juice somebody has left. Mike Tomlin hasn't made very many mistakes in that respect. Now, he came in for a lot of criticism back when Antonio Brown was traded and people said, oh my God, look at the steal the Raiders got. None of those guys in the league, the decision to not break the bank to sign Le'Veon Bell the Steelers right now are 4-0 and for the first time in 41 years. And even last year when Ben Roethlisberger was injured, they were still able to be in the playoff race throughout. Now we'll see what happens in the NFC North and we'll see what happens with the Steelers going forward. Big game with the Browns coming to town. But there's a decent chance that the 5-0 and Steelers are going to end up playing against the 5-0 and Titans next week now certainly the Titans could lose to the Texans Steelers could lose to the Browns but there's a decent chance that we've got a battle of 5-0 and teams coming up and certainly I think it's fair to say the Steelers made the right decision with Le'Veon Bell letting him walk they made the right decision getting uh, Antonio Brown out of town and they continue to have tremendous success at finding the right talent at wide receiver to pair with Ben Roethlisberger but This was such a long-term discussion in the world of sports uh, discussion. It's amazing how much the Steelers look right here. Would you have ever believed, Danny G, that the Steelers could look this right with both uh, Antonio Brown and with uh, Le'Veon Bell letting both of these guys walk when it looked like they were such linchpins of the Steeler offense? 
Never. It just reminds us not to overreact because we're not really general managers in the NFL. Yeah, and I wonder now, how much value does Le'Veon Bell have? I haven't looked at the list of all the teams that might be interested in signing him. I mean, I'm sure there are teams with suspect running back issues with health-related concerns at the running back position. So I'm sure somebody will sign Le'Veon Bell, but the decision by him to sit out for a year... He hasn't been the same player ever since he went and got back on the Jets. And the Jets are just, let's be honest, an unmitigated disaster right now. We're going to give you a top five, bottom five when we come back at the top of hour two. Then we'll be joined by Shannon Spake. We'll continue to break down the NFL, all that and more. Encourage you to go sign up for the OutKick VIP. Make sure you are part of the tip of the spear of the OutKick Army. Jason Whitlock was on Tucker Carlson last night. Millions of people watched, said he did a fantastic job. All of that uh, is uh, is moving in a great direction, and we appreciate all the support that you guys are showing us. Also, make sure you go download the podcast. We want to set another record in October for most listens in the history of this podcast and more. A top of hour two, top five, bottom five. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 